Good morning. Your scripture reading this morning will come from two different spots. First Timothy, First Timothy four thirteen, and Matthew five ten through twelve. First Timothy four thirteen can be found on page seven ninety nine in the Pew Bible. Until I come, devote yourself to public reading of scripture and to preaching and teaching. And then Matthew five ten through twelve can be found on page six fifty one. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say, kind, falsely say all kinds of things of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our worship services this morning. I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to stand before you, and I didn't uh, anticipate this, but I was really encouraged to hear so much scripture being read as a part of our worship service this morning, and as well as a part of our Bible study, because this may be unusual for some of you, but this morning, our sermon will be a sermon that's based on a reading of Bible verses without intervening commentary. And I've provided a, um, the scriptures to you this morning. And so periodically I'm going to check in. I'm going to ask what is the next scripture to make sure that we're all in tune together. So be opening your Bibles. We're not going to read from Matthew 5, 10 through 12, because we just had that read in our hearing. But Scripture does tell us we do have examples in both Old and New Testament that there was public reading of God's Word. The topics that will be covered this morning are brief and only scratch the surface, I urge you to please always, always examine the scriptures thoroughly on all topics so that you can get a better understanding of what is being addressed by our, by our God, our Father, and His Son, Jesus the Christ. So with that, we're going to do some reading. I hope that uh, I don't run over too far this morning, but uh, we're going to try to work our way through these. So Hebrews 11, beginning in verse number 30. Hebrews 11, beginning in verse number 30. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets." Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, 
waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. These all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing also, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the offer and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now let's turn over to James, the book of James. You with me? Verse number 10. James 5.10. Take my brethren, the prophets, who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure Ye have heard of the patience of Job, and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. Now let's go over to First Peter. First Peter chapter three. And let's begin reading at verse number thirteen. And who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? But and if ye suffer for righteousness sakes, happy are ye and be not afraid of their terror. Neither be troubled, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. For it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for well-doing than for evil. Let's turn over to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 4. 
a blessing to hear so many pages turning. Acts chapter 4, <clears throat> and beginning at verse number 14. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it, but when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But that the spread but that it spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. And let's pick up in uh, chapter 5 of Acts, chapter 5. Acts chapter 5, and begin reading at verse number 26. Then went the captain with the officers and brought them without violence, for they feared the people, lest they should have been stoned. And when they had bought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, Did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine, and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hanged on a tree. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost whom God hath given to them that obey him. Now drop down to verse number 40. Acts chapter 5, verse number 40. And to him they agreed. And when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded them that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house, they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. So where are we at now? What's the next one? Acts chapter 7. Verse 54 to 60. 
Acts chapter 7. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfast into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him and the witnesses laid their uh, clothes at the at the at a young man's feet whose name was Saul and they stoned Stephen calling upon God and saying Lord Jesus receive my spirit and he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice Lord lay not this sin to their charge and when he had said this he fell asleep Let's turn over to the book of Philippians. <clears throat> Philippians chapter one. <clears throat> And we're going to begin reading in uh, verse number 27. Philippians chapter 1, verse number 27. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. For unto you it is given in behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. Having the same conflict which you saw in me and now here to be in me. And over to first, uh, first Thessalonians. When I first met my wife, she taught me the order of the books of the Bible. First Thessalonians. There's a little thing that they teach, but because I didn't grow up in the church, I didn't learn that as a kid. So this is very helpful. First Thessalonians 1 6. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that ye were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith to Godward is spread abroad 
so that we need not to speak anything. And drop down to verse, um, to chapter two. In verse number 13. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectively worketh also in you that believe. For ye brethren became followers of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews who both killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets and have persecuted us. And they please not God and are contrary to all men forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they might be saved to fill up their sins always for the wrath is to come upon them to the uttermost. All right. Y'all with me? What's next? Hebrews 4? 4 Peter 4, 12 through 19. Let's go over there. 1 Peter 4. Verse number 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, Happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet, if any man suffer as a Christian... Let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at, with us, what shall the end be of them? What shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Chapter 5. Verses 7 and 8. Cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 
Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast and... Okay, what's the next one? First Peter 3? Hebrews 4, right? Okay. Hebrews 4. Right. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 14. Hebrews 4, 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, for we have not an high priest which can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help uh, in time of need. <clears throat> now, Hebrews five, seven and eight. <clears throat> Who in the day, oh, okay, yes. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he, which he suffered. <clears throat> All right. What's next? First Peter three. <clears throat> Beginning at verse number eighteen. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometimes were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a, was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, 
but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is going into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject uh, unto him. And then verses, chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you, who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead. For for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live to God uh, in, the, in, the, in the spirit. Hebrews 12, 3-11. Hebrews 12, 3 through 11. Everybody with me? All right. <clears throat> For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. Ye have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye indeed, if ye endure chast chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if you be without chastisement, whereof where all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they barely for a few days chastened us after they 
after uh, their own pleasure, but he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. First Peter. Back to First Peter. Chapter one. And let's notice. Verse number three. Blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. And let's go over to First Peter <clears throat> chapter 5. <clears throat> and let's go ahead and begin reading at verse number 5. Likewise, Ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all, all of you be subject to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all of your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfastly in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. By Savanus, a faithful brother unto you, 
as I suppose I have written briefly exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of God wherein ye stand. So this is the time of our sermon where we offer the invitation and it's a time that I would hope it would be a time of great contemplation for us that we would consider the question if we haven't done so already what one must do to be saved and for the sake of time in Acts chapter 16 verse 30 you can read about the uh the Philippian jailer, he asked that question. And upon his uh, belief, repentance, confession, and submitting to baptism, both he and his household, he became a Christian that very hour. In Romans 10, 17, we're told that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, our faith must not just be some passing mental assent, but we must develop faith. In Hebrews 11, verse 6, we're told that without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. In John 8, 24, Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Mark 16, 16 states that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. In Acts 8, 37, we see the, that of the confession of the eunuch. And I would recommend reading that uh, on your time. Um, the Philip, uh, Phil, uh, Ethiopian eunuch in Acts chapter 8. Luke 13, 3 and verse 5 says, Yea, I tell you, yea, nay, except you repent, you shall likewise perish. perish. Repentance You must develop faith. You must believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and you must repent. Second Corinthians uh, chapter seven, verses eight through 10 tells us that repentance is after a godly sorrow, after a godly manner, not the sorrow of the world. uh, Romans chapter two, verse four tells us that the riches of God's grace leadeth us to repentance. Repentance is a turning. We turn away from our former life and turn to God and commit ourselves to walking in accord with his word as we've just been reading from. Acts 2.38, of course, when the brethren on the day of Pentecost, on the day in which the church was established, they they were pricked to the heart and asked what they must do. And Peter told them in the apostles to repent. 
and repent every one of you and be baptized for the remission of sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 17, verse number 30, it said, in these, in these times God winked at their ignorance but now commands every man everywhere to repent. Repent is important and critical to man's salvation. We must confess Christ. We must confess Christ. Matthew 10, 32 and 33 tells us that uh, if, if you confess him before man, he will confess you before his father in heaven. But if you deny him before man, he will deny you before his father in heaven. Romans 10 verses 8 through 10 tells us that this is a mouth confession, the confession that is unto salvation, 8 through 10, 8 Romans chapter 10, 8 through 10. And then we must submit to baptism. We see the verses there, Galatians chapter 3, 26 and 27. Roman, uh, Colossians 2, verse 12, 1 Peter 3, 21, and Romans 6, uh, 3 and 4. Let's quickly look at uh, Galatians 3, 26 and 27. have it? All right. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And we read earlier uh, concerning that of First uh, Peter 3.21, that it's baptism that does now save us. Let's notice Colossians 2, Colossians 2. In verse number 12. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who have raised him from the dead, and you being dead in your sins and in your uncircumcision of your flesh, have he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. So baptism is essential, but you notice that all of those steps come before baptism. Hearing the word, developing faith in God, believing that God is, the, that Jesus is the son of God. Repenting of your sins, turning to God, deciding to live, to walk in, the, in another direction from which you were previously. Confessing Jesus Christ as the Lord publicly and in your life by the way you're starting, by the way you're living. And then uh, submitting to Christ in baptism. Now, 
in Titus. Let's turn over to Titus chapter 3. The question is often asked, uh, what shall we do now that we've uh, been baptized into Christ and we've been added to the church as, as, as we're taught in um, Acts chapter 2, 36 through 47? Uh, then the question is asked, what should we do? Well, simply, in Titus chapter 3, verse number 8, the Bible says, This is a faithful saying, in these things I will that thou affirm constantly that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. And quickly, uh, Brother Gerald referred to this verse uh, in our Bible study hour this morning. In the book of Ephesians, let's turn to Ephesians. In chapter 2, and let's begin reading at verse number uh, 8. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 8. Y'all with me? For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse 10 now. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. There's no room for arrogance or pride when it comes to submitting to God and being in a right relationship with him. Our whole duty in life is to fear God. That is man's all, Ecclesiastes writer tells us. And we're to glorify him in all things. In James chapter 5, let's turn over to James chapter 5. I'm sorry I went over. James chapter 5. I got the excuse. I can't see the clock. James chapter 5. In verse number 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. If you're here this day, this morning, and you haven't obeyed the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we just went to what one must do to be saved. But also, if you're here this morning and you need the prayers of the church, uh, Brother Maurice, I'm going to ask you if you could please assist anyone to come forward for me. Uh, if you need the prayers of the congregation here, you know, this is a time I just wanted to pause here on this on this piece. I, I'm, it's all, I'm often brokenhearted by the fact that so often there are those who I know are here this hour who would love to come forward and request prayer. 
but perhaps they think that people are going to think a certain way about them or maybe they're a little maybe they might be a little shy about it don't leave here this morning if you have a, a need that you would like us to pray on your behalf please come forward and let it be known if you are with us this morning and you haven't put on Christ in baptism, also please come forward and let that be known as together we stand and as we sing.